Hello, and welcome back to The Tenth Man. We've certainly had uh, an interesting few days here since the last uh, episode I did, and uh, this is going to be kind of a follow-up to the uh, prior episode where I talked about uh, is it the time to panic or not, and sort of the two extremes of apathy and uh, a panic that can arise in, in these situations. Of, of course, I'm talking about the coronavirus uh, outbreak. And, uh, you know, I've been thinking about the last few days and I've got some new thoughts on the whole panic aspect. But first, I guess I just want to start off with a quick update on my own situation. So I should actually be in the Bay Area right now uh, working. My job uh, with the Coast Guard got canceled at the last minute due to the corona outbreak. And uh, as it turns out, (laughs) my other job that I have is uh, for the radio station that I've talked about before. And uh, the, the great majority of the shifts that I do for the radio station are... Uh, doing pregame for the Sacramento Kings. And so, as you probably know, the NBA uh, canceled the the rest of the season or, or postponed, I guess, as well as uh, MLB is postponing the start of their season and uh, pretty much everything is, is shutting down. So that being said, maybe I'll have a little bit more time to do some episodes, but uh, right now uh, I'm at home. So figured I'll kind of do a little update uh, and also, uh, my wife had to go into the store. She works for the corporate office, but at the grocery store, she had to actually go in and uh, and work because they're becoming overloaded with uh, online orders uh, for for delivery of groceries. People don't want to go to the grocery store, but they need food, obviously. So uh, it's it's pretty wild. Uh, it's pretty wild. It's it's crazy, unprecedented time. Um, so, oh, and of course my kids, uh, my kids school got canceled or postponed as well. So I'm looking at the next two or three weeks, uh, doing some homeschooling with my kids, uh, some self quarantine, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll go on a podcast binge. Maybe this will be an opportunity for me to really work on expanding my, my voice and just kind of finding where I'm at here uh, on the flip side of that, though, is unfortunately I've, I've not been able to get guests going on my show uh, for the same reason. People don't really want to leave their house or they're just so uh, overwhelmed in, in their own uh, job and their own life, So, which is totally understandable. So as with the last couple months with uh, the death of Kobe Bryant, and then I had mentioned before we had a death in the family. Uh, so, you know, it's life. Um, so it's it for right now. It's just me sailing the ship again, and that's fine. I, I enjoy I enjoy talking and kind of just expressing myself in this in this format. So that's that's cool too. Uh, my, my wife's been saying that it's the year of death. Uh, it's definitely a different. It does feel like a different year. You know, it's an it's an election year. We have a an extremely polarizing president, and. We're in the in the midst of a quite quite a polarizing Democratic primary. So and yeah, we've had you know, celebrity deaths, deaths in the family. We've got a, a, this terrible outbreak, a, a pandemic. It's actually officially on Friday uh, was finally declared by President Trump to be a national emergency. 
Uh, so yes, definitely, it's uh, it's unprecedented times for sure. Um, but uh, you know, you just kind of go along and handle it the best that you can. Try to be a beacon of hope and uh, rationale for your kids too. At least in, in my in my case. Uh, but kind of getting back to uh, the topic of panic and sort of what I was talking about in the prior episode, I, I've really been thinking about. Again, the polarizing way that people look at these situations and you have the extreme, like like the uh, global warming deniers, uh, the ones that don't seem to think that there's ever a crisis, and then the other extreme of the people buying condoms to wear on their fingers, that's panic, okay? But panic and preparation are not the same things. And I just, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of scoffing at basic preparation and that includes closing of schools uh, i i don't think that that is panic i think that that's proper preparation and this is coming from somebody who when this first came out i was pretty skeptical of it i've seen similar because i will i will say the media definitely does do its part in hyping these kinds of situations because let's face it, it helps them. Uh, they, they, they need good stories and I don't mean good, like is a good thing, but they need, uh, significance and excitement and, uh, panic and fear, uh, anything like that, that's gonna, uh, gonna boost ratings. Uh, so uh, I'm not letting them off the hook here. They definitely did their part, but I was a little bit more of a skeptic at, at the beginning uh, but as time has gone on, I've I've educated myself more and uh, looked at various different resources. Uh, it's 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 definitely not a, a joke. And closing schools, uh, closing down movie theaters. I mean, even Disneyland closed. And, and I don't I don't think these are examples of panic. Uh, but there are people on the other side who scoff at things like that. And I think where I'm going here is. We need to have a respect for preparation and a respect for uh, pre- prevention, preventative. And again, coming at this from my Coast Guard side, you know, maybe maybe I'm thinking about it from that angle too because this is supposed to be my Coast Guard weekend and I'm not doing Coast Guard because it was canceled. So maybe I'm kind of uh, filling the void by uh, by thinking of it that way. But in the Coast Guard, in my job – well, I used to work in pollution response, and now I work in prevention, uh, primarily inspecting facilities and containers, making sure there's not hazardous materials, things like that. Uh, but the long long story short is even when I was working in response, it, it did heavily involve an aspect of prevention, and that's regulations, right? Like things that you do to limit the chances of a spill happening ahead of time uh, or an accident happening in a facility. There's a lot of different things that we look at in terms of hazardous materials, uh, firefighting equipment, uh, trash being out in the open or whatnot. There's, There's a whole laundry list of things, but I'm looking at it from that angle and I'm seeing the same element here in the real world when it comes to this disease, uh, this virus spreading. And, you know, I get a little bit frustrated when I hear on the other side this 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 kind of a scoffing at 
these preventative measures as, as if, well, there's nothing going to happen to me. There's no, nothing's happened yet. There's only been 26 deaths, right? But the idea is you're trying to prevent an outbreak and you're trying to limit the scope of how much damage can be done. And we're also looking at other countries like China and Italy that are, they're a little bit ahead of us right now in terms of where the virus has been and where it's going. And, you know, I really, I really see an aspect of selfishness in uh, a lot of the way people think. And again, this, this goes over to uh, even climate change in a way, because it's, Aside from the denial aspect of it, it's also, well, it's not going to affect me. I, I'm I'm 35 years old. I'm healthy. It, it only hurts old people or it hasn't even killed one child yet. So, hey, I have two young kids and we're in our 30s. So we're fine, right? I don't have to worry about anything. But the, 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 the obvious issue here is the... Do you have parents? Do you have grandparents? Do you know people who are over 60 or who are in these high-risk categories? Or even if you don't, do you just happen to care about other people besides yourself that aren't as healthy? And, well, two of the big issues uh, that really make this a crisis with this virus is, one, how quickly it spreads, and two, the percentage of people that it kills. So if it were to, uh, for example, like the swine flu, I, and I'm, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but, but it was something to the effect of 60 million people were affected, but only maybe, I'm not only, but you know what I'm saying, 18,000 people died. It's a lot of people, but from percentage standpoint, um, if 60 million people got, got infected with this virus, you're looking at 1.8 million people dying something to that effect so it's it's got a big potential that's kind of my point here the potential is very significant and it might not hurt you it might not hurt your kids but by you being so flippant about it and saying well you know it's not going to affect me i'm i'm healthy right i'm i'll be fine you're you're really increasing the dangers to to others, to people that might be affected by it, because you being so healthy, you actually might have the virus and not even know. Some people don't even show symptoms or they don't even feel sick and they just walk out and, uh, you know, you might talk to somebody who has a grandmother that lives at home with them and then that person you just talked to picked it up from you and now they go home and give it to their grandmother who dies. Um, and again, you're just going off of the numbers of it and the spreading, the, the quick, the quickness of it spreading. So, you know, I, I guess kind of where I'm getting at here is I just like people to think outside of themselves a little bit and not be so, so selfish. Really. That's the, that's the best word I can think for it is, is people are being selfish. And again, it even goes beyond um, not just the people that are going to get sick and die, but, uh, people who work in hospitals that are getting exposed to it, doctors and nurses are working around the clock. They don't close down. Uh, they, and that's, you know, that's one of the fears also is, is ventilators. People need ventilators who are being affected by this and there's a limit to how many they have. So you're going to get in a situation where you have five people and you only have two ventilators available and the people that can't use a ventilator are going to die. 
because they can't breathe. And, you know, in the same token, the, the businesses, small businesses are being affected. People are at risk of going, going out of business because they're losing, you know, they're losing their customer base because people don't want to go out. And uh, it has a, I mean, we've seen it. The stock market is just, I mean, it's crashed. It's the Dow's gone down, I think 9,000 points in a matter of weeks. Um, so, you know, just all these things. And then you have people like these, just these people who go around at the beginning of this uh, outbreak. And actually I just read a story today about this guy who had 17,700 uh, bottles of hand sanitizer in his garage. And he's got nowhere to sell them now because uh, Amazon actually crack, uh, cracked down on the price gauging that was happening and uh, or the price gouging that was happening. And uh, apparently eBay did it also. I guess Walmart's been cracking down on it. Uh, so uh, there's part of me that is kind of glad about that, that this guy's kind of got a justice served on him. But at the same time, that's 17,000 vials of hand sanitizer that aren't going to anybody who might actually need them. that's kind of kind of illustrates the uh, the danger of that panic right and that's why i'm separating panic from preparation because that feeling of panic makes people susceptible to paying outrageous amounts of money for hand sanitizer which thereby makes opportunists like this guy do things like that um so you know it's just it's just unfortunate the whole the whole situation. It's good that some places are actually putting limits on, on how much sanitizer one person can buy. Uh, the other one is like the toilet paper. Like that one is, uh, <laughs> you know, I've seen memes of people, uh, <laughs> rolls of toilet paper draped all over their house. And it says not today, coronavirus, not today. Um, uh, so I, you know, I, that one seems a little silly. I get I get stocking up on food, um, and I guess the idea is you don't know how long you're going to be in your house, so you want to have that toilet paper ready. But <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems a little bit extreme to, uh, to to the extent that I'm seeing it, where people are just stocking up on it. Um, but you know, people <laughs> people take these things, um, people look at these things in different ways, but. Um, you know, another another funny one that I saw on the, someone said, um, I used to cough to hide a fart and now I fart to hide a cough. And that's definitely kind of, that kind of feeds into the panic mentality too. It's like, um, like when I, I had mentioned before last week, I was sick, but it wasn't, it wasn't coronavirus. I didn't have um, some of the specific symptoms that uh, you would have with coronavirus, but I, I had a little cough. And I mean, Zara was like, she was shooting me these dirty looks and she made me quarantine myself uh, up here in my room. Um, so I was just up here binge watching better call Saul. And, um, you know, it was kind of, it was, I mean, I was, I was sick, but I wasn't bedridden sick to the point where like, if I was like that in a normal time, I still would have been going about basically going about my day in the house, you know, as you, as you do. But, Anyway, it's just it's just interesting. The, the everything kind of becomes elevated in terms of our reaction to things, and uh, you know I'll just leave it at that. I, I um 
I just, I would definitely like to see more empathy in, I mean, I think it's a, it's just a kind of a commentary on the human condition, right? Like if it doesn't affect me, then I'm not really that worried about it. But on the other side too, you don't want to, you don't want to panic because panic clouds your judgment. And then you start putting condoms on your fingers and (laughs) covering your house in toilet paper. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, Just some some food for thought and uh, just try to take care of each other, have some empathy, have some patience with each other, uh, be prepared, but don't panic. And uh, just... uh, Give love to the people that are close to you, but uh, but I was gonna say hug your <laughs> hug your kids, but don't hug anybody else and don't touch anybody else. And if you do, wash your hands. <laughs> so I'll be talking again very soon. Have a great rest of your day, and remember, don't be afraid to question the consensus.